the wolf back. Welcome to the Wolfpack Network Podcast. This is episode 14. I'm your host here today, Big Ken, Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I got my man Craig at New York City Sports Cards and half of the Crosstown Cardboard Podcast. Craig, how are you doing today? I'm feeling so good. It's good to be on here with you, a fellow educator. I hope you teach me some lessons as you do weekly on the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. So, Looking forward to hanging just the two of us, and let's let's get into some card talk. Yeah, this is the first time on this for you and I, right? I mean, I think we were on one that was a group, kind of like a Brady Bunch thing, but I think this is the first time uh, you and I are just, just together here, so this is going to be fun. We did have quality time when we went to the Laz Caucus show <laughs> about a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago, and you guys picked me up early in the morning, yeah. so that was a lot of fun. Good times. Good times with friends. Yeah, that that was I'll, I'll never forget that day because it was the first time I met you. I brought a bunch of cards for you for your for your card club. You had just started card club. Uh, you know, we pulled into the city, what, 530, quarter to six in the morning. We drove right up to your apartment and you came out. We loaded up and we got there and uh, the show had ended. It was like five o'clock. Right. We're just just over the bridge, just over the GW bridge. And uh you're like, I'm going to call an Uber. I'm like, no, no, just hop in. We'll go. So I we, we get all loaded up in the car and, and I pull up, you know, the ways and I say, Craig, give me the address because I knew we were like 10 minutes. It took us 10 minutes from your apartment to, at that time. Right. To the to the 20, show. 20, I, 20, 30, whatever it was, whatever it was. I pulled up ways and it was going to be like two hours to get yep. you home. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Driving back to New York City on a Sunday. Not the best idea, yeah. but. I appreciate half the uh, half the transportation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned Card Club. And before you get into it, I actually want to tell a, a Card Club story now that it's fresh on my mind. So the, it's still happening, but the demand hasn't been as good this year. And for anyone who doesn't know, I'm a high school teacher and I run an after school card club, which is exactly what it sounds like. We hang out after school. We collect and we talk about cards. Kids learn how to kid learn the business a little bit. And all the cards have come from donations from the hobby community via Instagram mostly. So a little update, I have a student who graduated last year, Anthony, who was very involved to the point where he was going to shows, buying, selling, trading, solely beginning from free inventory from the hobby and staying after school with me and learning kind of the tools of the trade. So fast forward to last night, he's now a freshman in college. He was at Bleecker Trade Night and I knew my friend Steve was going to be there. Steve does a bunch of deals he does a bunch of selling on whatnot. So I'm going through all the inventory in my classroom. The demand has not really quite been the same this year. So I have a ton of soccer stuff. So I put together a big stack of soccer cards, all from Card Club donations. I said, Anthony, I'll meet you at Bleecker. I got a stack for you. I knew Steve was going to be there. I middlemaned the deal. I gave Anthony the cards from the Card Club. 
he was able to sell him from, to Steve at a good deal. So Anthony was able to make a little bit of money from the card club donations, even a year removed from high school. So it was really nice to see those skills with a little bit of my facilitating come into play. Was Anthony the student that was at uh, the New York, the one in the city, the show in the city? He was one of them, yeah. There was one of your students that was there um, in the city. You got cut off there. Oh, I was saying, was Anthony uh, the student that was uh, at the show in the city? He did go to the uh, – yes, he went to the last show in the city. So okay. it's possible oh, I, I met I, Yeah, I met him there. Yeah, seemed like a great kid. So it was really fun to facilitate that. Um, yeah, that was, that's a fresh card club story. So he's still out there wheeling and dealing, using the donations from the community. My buddy Steve uh, you know, bought cards from him. So it's a, it's a team effort to to keep these kind of memories going. How how is uh the trade trade nights at Bleecker? Amazing. Every single time it's amazing. Um and I, and I thought about this really about 10 15 minutes ago that you know my dad played basketball his whole life and I always thought of it as yeah he's just playing ball, but it was later in life that I learned that it's slow, almost like an escape, right? Something to clear your head. So for me right now playing soccer when I play soccer, that's an hour and a half where I'm blocking off all the stresses of life and I'm just hanging out with my friends, having a good time. The bleaker trade nights almost kind of serve that same purpose where when you go, you're not thinking about work, nothing. You're just hanging out with your hobby friends, talking cards, eating pizza. So it's mo so much more than just the cards. It's an escape. It's an activity. And it's just something that you enjoy doing around people. So I go, I see my friends, buy some cards, trade some cards, see some people open product. It's just a good time to hang out, especially in the springtime when we're outside on the patio. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, grab my boy Rob, sports card therapist there, and uh, run down there some one night. What night what, they're usually Tuesday nights? Tuesdays, but if, if you guys could swing it, we could do a proper dinner, maybe the summertime, hang out with the boys. I'll show you, I'll show you some uh, New York City that you got to see, and we'll go to trade night. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'd really look forward to that. Definitely. We'll, we'll make it happen. We will. You have my word. <laughs> All right. So we are two months away from national. How are you feeling? I am excited for so many reasons. It's the second national I went to. Last year was one day, Atlantic City. There and back in one day. Not the nicest place. And I think about how much fun I had. Okay. We'll take that fun. Now it's Chicago in the summertime. I'm going for two full days. I got the telly. The hotel. Um, I'm planning much better. I know my network has expanded so much in this hobby over the course of the last year that, I mean, it's so much more beyond the cards. We're just going to be hanging out, experiences, human capital. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. And obviously, we got the Wolfpack trade night. So how are you feeling? You know, I'm feeling good. Last year, it was my first one. I didn't know what to, to expect. Um for not knowing, I was pretty successful, but I'm, again, one of those people that talk to so many. If I'm going to do something for the first time, I'll talk to anybody who's done it before me and, and ask them, do you have any pointers, you know, any advice, what should I know? And from everybody, I like to get, you know, a different perspective from every single person. And it helps me, in my mind, think what's going to work best for me to succeed. So as as much as information as I had, I went there, I felt it was a successful trip for me 
Um, and it really worked out well. And of course, from the, the, you know, getting in the parking lot to drive home, you're already starting to think, what will I do different next year? Like what, 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 what could I do to improve everything I did this year? And, and the interesting thing for me is I really started put a lot, putting a lot of thought into it in the fall. And then in January, I said, I really, you know, set up the whole list, the whole bullet points. These are the things that I need to accomplish, you know, to be successful. And in March, I did um, an episode on my podcast, just, you know, preparing uh, for the national. And two months later, today, I just kind of did an update. I dropped that podcast tonight. I just did an update. And it's, it's unbelievable that everything that I said in March has changed to now. And that's because the hobby is changing. That's because different opportunities have shown up now for me. Uh, we've, we've set up this, this trade night, you know, in, at, uh, for Friday night at national, you know, I was having two, uh, two case spaces, uh, two, two cases, which I had last year. I was getting the same this year. Now I've upgraded to a much larger space for national this year. So just so okay. many, the come up, the come up, you know, I, I, I switched my flights. I switched my hotel. I'm staying longer. It's just so many things have changed. And then what is it really all about? Right. It's about the cards. Like I haven't even mentioned, I haven't even mentioned the word card yet. And all these things that have changed it and, it, and it's really all about the cards, right. Getting out there about the cards, seeing the people, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, just, I'm excited. And I'm excited the way that this thing just keeps changing that I bet you even be between now and, and July, things are going to change again. It is about the cards right on the surface, but it, it's deeper than that. And I, I know, you know, that the people we're going to see just the relationships that you form, these are people you actually care about, but we talk to on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been doing Perfect example. I'm doing a podcast with Carmine for the last, you know, over six months. Never even met the guy. I'm going to meet him in Chicago for the first time. <laughs> That's unbelievable. But if we're going to just talk about the cards, because I do want to keep this conversation about cards. It is a sports and non-sports card podcast, after all. How do you define success? So I'll give you a perfect example. We all hobby the different way. You know I like to collect. I'm always thinking 10 years ahead. So last year, I believe I picked up around nine or 10 cards from the national either picked up or came home with. I still have about six or seven of those. So to me, that's a success because that six or seven cards I bought and held on to for almost a year. That tells me those are cards that I want in my collection. So I'm going into goal of national this year. It's to pick up a card or hopefully more than one that fits into that description of the type of card that fits my collection, fits the players and the types of cards that I like. And I know it's something I want to hold for two, five, ten years. Because I have cards in my collection that I've had for t over ten years. So I proved that I could do it. And I'm going to do it more. It's just got to be the right card that I'm going to find. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think back, like, you know, everybody talks about getting their, you know, grail card or going out there to find a card because um, they know if that card exists, it's going to be in that room, right, at that time. And, and last year I went out there with no expectations. I went out there with no, I'm looking for this card or that card. Um, I just really went out there to say, I'm setting up, like I'm setting up at a show and I wanted that to be successful. 
Um, and I did pick up a few cards last year, which of two higher end Josh Allen cards that I still have. I still have those today. And I didn't think about that. So you just mentioned that you picked up those cards. And I thought to myself, as you were talking, what did, what did I buy out there? And do I still have them? And, and, and I do, I, I, I still have two of the four cards that I purchased out in, uh, in Atlantic city. I still have two of those cards with me. Um, moving forward now, in March, I felt about my inventory that I watched a lot of high-end cards sell last year. I saw these RPAs, you know, these two, three, four thousand dollar cards, which were the hot cards. They were just people around me were selling them. I was watching them sell, and I said, "Wow!" I said, "I." I I, th I felt I missed the boat on it, right? So one of the things in my mind I was thinking it was more higher end, was, you know, get a get a, you know, getting cards that are more higher end than the ones that I usually sell, and and that was my game plan all the way up to a couple months ago, um, until I started realizing that I feel from setting up at these shows, I think the 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 hobby landscape at these shows have changed a little bit. I think the the those three, four, five thousand dollar cards are still selling, but they're not selling as well as they sold last year. And I think those two hundred to fifteen hundred dollar cards that I see at these shows now, that tons of these cards are selling it, and that's what people are looking for. Like I have higher end cards in my case, but they're not really selling. And for a lot of people I talk to at the shows, they feel the same way. Now, will this change at you know when we get to the national? It might, it, everything might change out there, but for, for me to be prepared, I need to see, I, I mean, I participate in this weekly and it's what I'm seeing out there is what I think is going to work best for me. Participate in this weekly, daily, hourly. I'm always hourly. looking at cards yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, per perfect example of going to national, not like if the card's in the room, it's going to be there. You know, I picked up a, a Wesson McKinney Superfactor. He's a soccer player I like. Not a lot of people might like modern soccer. For me, I found, it's, it's a niche that I found really comfortable in. So I love it. Wesson McKinney is one of my favorite players. I found a Superfactor from Topps Finest in the PSA 10. And the place that I found it at was they were set up and they were a card shop from South Dakota. So who would have thought one of my Grail cards had been sitting in a shop in South Dakota this whole time? Mm -hmm. Only at the National. Yeah. And the trade, very specifically funny, because not only was it that card, it was also an Erling Holland, uh, Topps Chrome, I think 2020, Future Stars, Gold out of 50, PSA 10. It was a package deal for the trade. And I traded, I think, nine or 10 cards. There was some low-numbered Messi's and Bappe's. I remember there was a Zion Optic Rookie and Cash on top. So I think, okay, that type of trade, we're talking like a 10 to 12 card trade. For two cards that I still have, what kind of inventory am I going to need on me to be able to pull off something like that again? Yeah. So that's how I'm thinking about the cards that I have here to my side. Hmm. Now, now, and you're not going to be setting up either, right? Uh, I mean, you're not going to be setting up with a case. You're going to be going. Can I live in New York City? I take so many steps every day. All right. <laughs> I'm basically training for the national all year long. Okay. I'm I'm walking the room. I might even hit it two or three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't I mean in that isn't that in that the case? I mean, even no matter what show I go to, and it's very funny because I'll say to Sherry, you know, even when I was in Toronto, and she said, How I said, Wow, this place is huge, you know. And 
I said, I've been around the room three times talking to all the, she's like three out this, this place can't be that big. And I'm like, yeah, I've been here 10 hours, you know, and it's just, and you're right. It's just a constant, you know, walking and walking and, and, you know, when I went to, um, Atlantic city last year for the national, when I was there on a Wednesday and it was just a setup day because the show didn't start till four, it went from like four to seven. I think on Wednesday, that was the show opening. It was unbelievable how far I could see left and right that, you know, I can see without the people in there, I could see how big it was. Um, but then Thursday, Friday, and then especially Saturday to have that room completely full of people was just beyond anything I could imagine. Even when I was looking at how big that room was on Wednesday, I said, there's no way that this room could be completely full of people. And I was just, it was just blown away, you know, how many people were there. I mean, you thought last year was big. I, I didn't think about it till I want to make this point. And then I actually want to talk about some, some cards, some cards that I had that I'm thinking about uh, bringing with me. Last year was big, right? And again, we say Atlantic City, things have changed a lot. Now we're in Chicago. Think about how much Fanatics has done since last national. Their involvement, they're showing up. You know they're going to be there. Michael Rubin's going to be there. Mm -hmm. He certainly ain't coming alone. Think mm -hmm. about all the athletes that have entered the space since then. You know Antoine Griezmann, the soccer player? Yeah. Plays for Atletico Madrid, France. He's a big collector. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be there, but he could, right? Yeah. Think yeah. about some of the names we're going to see because, yeah. ooh, the biggest sports card event in the world and at Chicago in the summertime. I yep. really think, I really think this is going to be a big event. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I extended my flight a couple hours. So one, I can go to the Wolfpack trade night and two, just have some more time yeah. at the national. Yeah. And, and it, it's location too. It's easy. It's, it's a nonstop okay. flight from pretty much anywhere in the country. It's a nonstop flight. I mean, Can't one, what, one of the complaints last year was you had to fly into I don't even know where people were flying into, but I know it was an hour or two drive, right? To get to Atlantic City, they were flying into New Jersey, right? You know, and then driving from there, right? So sure. that was a complaint of people, but I know, you know, flying and even for myself, flying in to Chicago, uh, I get a shuttle straight to the uh, straight to the hotel, right? So I don't don't need to rent a car. There's nothing there. So the that that that's going to attract so many more people, for sure to this yeah well yeah get uh yeah. get ready so so for you how many days is it it's for me it's thursday friday fly home friday night uh yeah i get there like i i arrive in chicago i land at like 9 10 wednesday morning and i don't fly out till monday morning oh I'll my be there. god ken let's go have a week <laughs> uh i want to get into some cards so i know at some point i'm going to be picking up a big soccer card yeah, maybe, maybe a messy numbered card from like 27 tops chrome, maybe a messy numbered card from 14 prison or another Erling Holland. That's my guy. So as you know, it's a lot of fun to trade into cards to do partial trade, right? So you got to assume everyone knows what a partial trade is listening to this, but just to add some context, here's a $400 card. I really like, I don't know, $400 cash. I'll give you this $200 card. I'll give you a hundred dollars cash, a uh, $200 cash. 200 plus 200 is 400. Let me check my math on that. That is correct. That's why they pay me the big bucks to teach math. So here we got a Lionel Messi Tops Finest Gold Refractor. Probably $100, $120 card all day. I have it priced at 120 
So I I know if I'm ever going to want to trade into a car. This is easy. This is liquid. Anyone who collects modern soccer, yes, it's a BGS8, but it's a messy gold out of 50. Nice liquid card. I assume I'll be able to trade up into something of a little bit more value. You know, it's interesting, and I just um, and I'm going to get away from what we're talking about just for a minute. I see you have your card priced. So when you're going doing these trade nights, uh, and it's a weekly thing, and you're going there, I Not know weekly. you. What's that? It's like once every two to three months. Once every two to three months. Yes, trade nights at Bleaker. Oh, oh, I thought it was a weekly thing. No, I don't know no, why no. I thought that. That's why I can't miss them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you go there you price all your cards when you go in just so people know what the yo i like i didn't even bring any cards with me yesterday i just showed up to hang with my friends and pick up a couple cards that i bought but i don't usually have them priced like this i was home the other night my wife was probably asleep and i'm like you know what i have this inventory that i'm prepping with me for national let me go comp everything yeah. so i price everything just to get an idea one of what everything's worth hmm. and also to get an idea of sp how split I am in terms of inventory. So right now I'm about like value wise, like two thirds of my inventory is soccer. A third of my inventory is other just gives me a good frame of mind of where I'm at. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I am probably going to be um, mostly all football uh, going in there. Now I do have a lot of, uh, you know, pop century cards. I have a lot of music cards and things like that, but these are things I'm going to be taking to all these shows with me, uh, over the next couple months, um, built with the buildup. So whatever is left from that, they'll come out. Uh, and I will have some, uh, women's soccer too, because we have world, oh, Cup, I know it. world cup coming, uh, you know, this, this July. There you go. I have, to show, I have some women's soccer in front of me. So I had to, had to show off right. a little bit here. Right. Uh, Alex Morgan select. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I see you. I see you making your moves with women's soccer. Yeah. I mean, if you, you look a lot of really good things. these two top rows up here are all, all women's oh, soccer. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I have about 25, 30 cards out at PSA right now for women's soccer, getting those graded as well. So, so I'm you're excited gonna, about the, you're going to, yeah. you're going to make big moves. And yeah. that's the fun thing about national is, Maybe you go to a show, whatever show you go to in Connecticut, Massachusetts, whatever, and let's say 2% of the tables have women's soccer cards. Well, in a smaller show, 2% means one or two tables. You go to national, everything's, you know, higher scale. So maybe it's still that low, you know, 0 to 5% have women's soccer, but now we're talking thousands of tables. So you're going to have no shortage of people to buy, sell mm. from. National is different. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, you know, and we talk about, you know, being with, uh, you know, with eBay and stuff like that and these auction houses getting eyes on things. But there's something just really special about National, right? That, that when you, you get out there and you start looking for things, I don't know, sometimes to me, I felt last year, even though they're cards I've seen before, they just looked more attractive out there. I mean, it, it, it's hard to explain, but, you know, when you, when you, when I go to these local shows and everybody's pretty much got the same stuff. And if I see like a Mike Tyson card or a Trinity Rodman card, I get excited, right? Because I don't really see that many of them at these shows. Um, but out there, I'm going to see tons of them, right? So they're all going to, I can't go home with all of them. So I'm, you know, it's just, and I'm hoping I'm the same way. I'm hoping people are coming to my table seeing, 
you know, stuff that they haven't seen at their local card shows, you know, or that they've been going to or yeah. even online, there's not, I mean, I know you see that like eBay, there's a lot of stuff online, but you know, the higher end stuff, like especially at women's soccer, that it goes very quick. You know, like I keep my eye on stuff and I have like searches for stuff and all of a sudden I'll get a message like, you know, uh, Trinity Rodman card had come up, you know, and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to check that out. By the time I go back and look, it'd be like oh, I'd already sold. You know, Interesting else. observation. Ken, talk about, you know, sports card lesson. There's a good lesson, you know, how to tell what is in demand. Mm. You get your alert every time you check it, it seems to be gone. What does that tell you? Other people get in these alerts. And they're jumping on it quick. And you're noticing that with Trinity Rodman, you said. Yep, absolutely. Good lesson. Yep. Good good lesson on how to tell if something in particular is in yep. demand. So that yep. means maybe there's a lot of buyers for Trinity Rodman. Maybe there's a, a few, but they're quick to it. There's no way of knowing, but I think you're going to find out eventually because you're smart enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What else you got over there? What other kind of cards? So I don't do – so I said it's only a third sports uh, uh, sorry, a third non-soccer, but I think back to what I got last year in Nashville, and I picked up this sweet 2006-2007 Michael Jordan quad game-worn jersey, Bulls uniform, half of it's blue, half of it's red. I'd love something like that again. So here's a non-sport card when I think about trading that I think I got at a good value, and I'm pretty confident I'll be able to trade it, is the Allen Iverson sneaker spotlight. <laughs> there's enough nice. there's enough comps on it so i kind of know what it's worth roughly mm-hmm. so i remember last year i got that michael jordan card i was able to trade a kevin durant sbx rookie auto and cash for the michael jordan this card this Allen iverson sneaker spotlight from noir happens to be worth similar to what that kevin durant card was worth so I'm thinking to myself in my head, last year, I made the trade. I picked up the Michael Jordan quad jersey. I still have it. I want to be able to pull off a move just like that. Here's another card, basketball card. Same value as Kevin Durant from last year. So I hope to be able to replicate that yet again. Nice. Nice. And you're going to go in there with a plan. You're going in there looking for specific cards, or you're just going in there looking for something that you really find is a trap, like, like all of a sudden, I didn't know it existed, or I knew it existed and didn't think I would see it. I saw it, now I want it. Yeah, I, I would. I would consider it a TV show with a rough script, but it's mostly improv. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's a show? Is it Seinfeld? Is that Seinfeld? Uh, Rob's going to be upset with me for not knowing, but I think right. Yeah, There's not like an exact script. Yeah, it's a show. It's a show about nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but like. Roughly, you have an idea of, of what they're going to say, what it's going to be about. It's kind of like my collection. I know I like soccer-wise. I like Messi. I like Erling Hollins. I like U.S. national team players, Mbappe. Basketball, I like Knicks. I like Giannis. Mm-hmm. Game-worn patches. Maybe some Jackie Robinson vintage. So something along those lines. Yeah. And when I see something that catches my eye, I'm just going to know. That's always been my way of working, and it's kind of worked out for me to this point. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What's your plan? What do you want to, what do you want to get? What do you want to do? Uh, a ton of football. You know, I, I'd like to move all the football. Um, you know, this year I'm big, you know, I'm big every year on quarterbacks, but you know, I've got, I'll just hold these three up. I've got all the three versions, versions of the Mahomes cards, right? The optic, the optic pink, um, the, uh, red, the red and yellow, 
you know, got those in tens. Um, I got myself a lot of uh, Burrows here, you know, Joe Burrows, you know, see him with my light, you know, all, all, all rookies, all tens. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, autos, XRCs, you know, these type of things. And I got a ton of XRCs. I picked up at Christmas time, you know, and I'm sorry, not at Christmas time, just after the, um, just before and after the Super Bowl in February, uh, it just seemed like people were posting so many XRC cards at ridiculously low prices. And at that time, I really didn't need them, but I loved those cards. And I said, if the price is right, I'm going to take them and, you know, I'll hold them and hope for the best with them. And, I, you know, I, I don't think the prices have gone up that much, but I just don't see as many for sale now. Right. It seems like there was this big run on XRCs and, and I bought a ton of them and uh, boxed them up, you know, put them in the uh, in the box to go to go out to Chicago. And I'm hoping, you know, come out there, you know, that's going to be kind of a hot, hot card. You know, some, you know, the XRCs that they'll sell um, what I'm looking for out there when I go out. I'm going to be looking for, um, uh, you know, women's soccer. I'll be looking for some Mike Tyson, some older upper deck Mike Tyson stuff that um, I know exists out there. It's just so hard to come by. Um, and even some uh, some women's basketball, WNBA stuff. I've been picking up a lot of that stuff, too. Mostly just Hall of Famers um, with the with the uh, with the WNBA stuff. So just just stuff that, you know. When I go to shows around here, I don't really find that much. I can find them online, and every now and then I'll show up at a table or somebody will show up at my table with a card, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, absolutely, I want to buy that. Um, but when I go out there, when I do have time to shop, those are the things I'm going to be looking for out there. I mean, my big card that I was going to get this year right out, out there was the Mike Tyson PMG. right? And I've already, I picked that card up already, so now I'm going out there with a clean slate of, of kind of like you, I, I'm going to improv. And when I find something I really like, I'm going to buy it. I, first of all, I still can't believe you and Tony got the same card at the same time. And there's only 125 of them in the world. Yeah. I see, I see it just to the left of you. Very yeah. cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, you have, you have a lot of, a, a little bit of leverage, I would say being behind the table being set up. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's a fun part too, is you're going to see, a whole side of inventory that, yeah, there'll be trade nights, but I don't see what the people have in their cases as they're walking around the show. But yeah. them showing them to you, you're going to, it's a whole other world of cards you might come across. You never, and don't underestimate anyone. I know you. There's no way you ever turn anyone down that says, are you buying? Are you are you trading? Like, who who says anything but yes, I'll look. <laughs> I was I was at the Shriner show this past uh, Sunday and uh, I was talking with a dealer. And he had some women's stuff there. We were going back and forth and kid walked up to the table. He said, are you buying? He said, I'm only trading. I, I, I have no money. You know, I, I'm out of cash. And the kid started to walk away. And I said, well, wait, wait, wait. Come on. Let me see what you have. <laughs> Open up. Let me look. I'm not, I'm on this side of the table. And then I, I looked, he really didn't have anything for me. He walked away. And I said to him, I said, the answer is always yes. It's never, it's always yes. You'll figure something out. If there's something, if you open that box, and I know I'm a dealer, I I may have no money in my pocket. If I open that box and there's and there's something in there I want, I'm gonna figure out a way to get it. Yep. You know, whether it's you know, we're gonna trade some cards or I'm gonna Venmo or PayPal or something, you know, it's 
the, the answer is never no, you know, and, and I told the dealer that, and he said, you know, I'm going to remember that, you know, it's probably a good lesson to, 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 to remember. Yeah. And there it is. Sports card lesson <laughs> brought to you by big Ken. But yeah, I, I mean, this was good national talk, you know, yeah. because I know I've had a plan in my head, but being able to talk it out with you, it's almost uh, it's almost th very therapeutic in a way, but it's nice to verbalize kind of what my thoughts and what my plan is. Yeah. And anyone listening, going to national, I, I hope they're as excited as we are, right? Why, why are we spending the time to talk about this? Because first and foremost, it is so much fun. And that's yeah. really all it comes down to. Right. It's part of our summer plans. What am I doing? I have a wedding this weekend. I have a wedding that weekend. I'm coaching soccer camp. I'm going to go to Central Park and I'm going to National. <laughs> you know, it's a it's part of life. So yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. Of course, it's going to be amazing. Sherry said to me this week, I said, we got to plan our summer trip this summer. She goes, well, we don't have any time. She goes, you, you, you got so much going on with the national. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's less than a week. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, you would think it was all summer the way you're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But... Yeah. No, I'm definitely, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody out there. Uh, looking, going to meet karma like you. I'm going to meet Carmine for the first time. And, you know, when I went to Toronto, I was, I was in Canada. Right. But I had listeners there. You know, cool. there was a num number of people that I met up with there that was really awesome. exciting, you know, and I, I, I'm probably going to have 10 times more people to, to see, you know, now that I've, you know, been, you know, doing the podcast now and I, I've got a lot more listeners and I've met a lot more people and I've interacted with so many more people. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to meeting people for the first time out there. Yeah. Well spoken. Well, very well said. Be great, yeah. and, and everything we do is prep until then. Every show, every buy, every sell. So, Ken, you keep you keep doing what you're doing. You're you're, you're a very smart man, and I know your move. All all the card buys you're making, I hear you talk about it. You're, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you're uh you're very good at this. I'm gonna leave all the soccer games to the young kids like you, and I'm gonna do the. Uh, I'm gonna take care of the cards. There you go. Wow. Craig, man, this was fun. This was really, really fun. Good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think what are we two and a half months? So I don't, I, I, am I going to see you before then, even though we're, we're like 90 minutes away from each other. I'll, I'll try to get to a Jersey show once the soccer season ends. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Good. Good. All right, Craig, this has been fun. All right. Big Ken, you have a good night. We'll talk soon. Yeah. And as always take care of yourself and everyone around you. Peace. Peace.